The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. I appreciate you taking the time. Bottom of this hour will be Ted Poe, his own self, talking about Ukraine again, the border. We talk about Nancy Pelosi running for re-election, which is very strange to me, and also about the the new the new to come SCOTUS opening. The Supreme Court of the United States will have an opening soon. I'll tell you which justice is retiring and who might fill that seat. A very interesting question, and uh, so much going. I probably don't have time to get to this. So no, let's just get into you, it. No, Care no, you no, got, no, no. You have but, to play it. No, you played the other songs. We have plenty of time. You say it like you have a, a call here, like you have a say. I do have a say. Play it. Let me ask you this. Did you support your friend today on Newsmax? I didn't know you were on Newsmax. So you I just don't, don't even follow Newsmax me on Twitter here. anymore. Well, I only open Twitter during the show. Wow. That is the only time. Do you have so a phone? I do. So you can get the app if you wanted. Yeah, but I don't want it on my phone. Wow. Doesn't mean. In other words, you don't want me I'm on your phone. Is what you're saying. You, no, you don't want my face on your phone. I got what it. I mean, no. and still, because I'm as nice as I am, I still do this crap oh. on a Wednesday. do that to me why what? i thought oh my gosh he's actually gonna be nice and play a little more of that song i it, that's but as long as it is it is not true you know that's not true polo actually cut that that version of it and sent it to me polo is that not what you sent me oh yeah oh thanks carrie thanks for blaming me thanks for always <laughs> okay. making me the bad guy all right thank it's you polo, then okay polo, polo polo the bad guy mm. well you want me to play the entire song well, forget that at least man a couple of more verses would be nice. You're lucky I let that clown on my show. <laughs> hey, clown, you were talking about, hey, he's a great singer. and, and I never said he's a great singer. Group. I said it's a good group. It's a really good group. Okay. I never said he's okay. a great singer. Okay. Yeah. Um, he no. sounds like he's crying. No. <laughs> just what I just did was ba- actually better notes. than what he does. No, that's not true. Uh, all right. So uh, you want to do some, some stupid emails of the day? Oh, yeah, sure. The one email is, uh, is from a guy who now thinks he has to tell me every single time his local radio station goes to sports. <laughs> so he, he, he got a hold of me like a month ago, right? Yeah. Like our flagship in San Antonio is the official station for the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. When the Spurs are playing, they preempt me. Now, you can always listen to me online by going to JoePags.com and click on Listen Now or Listen Live. You can, And that's always going to be the show. It's not going to be preempted by anything. But... There are stations in our network of 165 stations that have these wonderful sports contracts. I'm not complaining about it. It happens. We're glad to be on the station. But about a month ago, this guy wrote me the first day. He said, listen, they keep on stop, just shutting your show off. 
I'm like, holy crap, I don't want to shut my show off. What do you mean? Mm. And he, he wrote back and he said, well, they have this this basketball team or that yeah, hockey team or uh, that whatever, and, um, and, and, and I want them to stop it. I said, well, you can always tell the station, <laughs> but they're probably going to keep on doing it because they've got a contract with whatever that entity is. And the guy writes back, he says, yeah, but this isn't right, and I want it to stop. I said, listen, God bless you. You love the show. I love you loving the show. Tell the station. I did. They said they can't do anything about it. I said, well, there you go. I, the discussion, That's we've the had the answer. discussion. Yeah. Two days later, they just they just cut your show off again. <laughs> what does he want well, you to do? They, Be Neil Young they, and say it's either me or the sports. I don't know. I mean, I, and, and I said, listen, go to my website. We don't have enough data to listen to you online. We want to listen to it on the radio. So listen, first of all, it's 2022. You get like free data from almost any service that you get now. But let's say you don't. Let's say you can't afford it and you can't get it. On those days, you won't be able to hear the whole show. I'm sorry. I wish you could. Well, it's just not right. (laughs) The next week, cut you off again. I'm like, dude, listen, can can I just ask you something? What are you accomplishing? What I would like to be on the station when they take me off. Yeah. I'm not. A little while ago, I just got an email from the guy. Yep, cut you off again. Okay, well, expect those. And then tells me what show they put. It it's a sports. It's a sports <laughs> coaches show that they preempted me for, which they do every time this coach has a show, and I understand it. I get it completely. And this time, I wrote back. I said, "You do not have to report to me every time." They cut the show off. I mean, I love you like a brother. Thank you for loving the show. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I mean, what should I do? There's nothing for you to do. You've explained everything. And then there's this this ass wagon. Not sure why. It just seems like you conveniently don't recognize any of Neil Young's music. Like you conveniently didn't know the Astros were in the World Series. A, oh, no, I didn't no, know the no, Astros no. were in the World Series. They're still on that one. I didn't know they were in the World Series, uh, and and I and I don't know any of Neil Young's songs. I do know Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, oh. but I don't. I mean, honestly, what I like about it, and this really does, this warms my heart. This person cannot get, and I will never say the name. I'm not going to give him the notoriety he wants, but this person cannot get enough of Joe Pags. Mm-hmm. This person will never stop listening because then. He can't write me with something stupid about something that I said on my show. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how much he must listen to my show? He must, like 24-7, he probably re-listens to the shows. Mm. Every single day. He's probably angry on Sunday, can't get me, but can go back and listen to the shows from earlier in the week. Because who else is writing me about, when was the World Series? Oh. In October? Months ago, yeah. He's still writing me about the World Series. He can't get past it. This... Might be my number one listener. Mm. Might Scary, be but my number probably. my number one fan. It could be. Mm. I'm just saying. All right, Carrie, do you have what the story is with our buddy Dan Bongino? Suddenly he's not on YouTube anymore. And again, he was somehow people are saying that he tried to circumvent the ban. And then other people are saying that he was giving misinformation on COVID. Do we know what happened? Uh, Well, this is from USA Today. YouTube banned Fox News host Dan Bongino forever deplatforming one of the Internet's most popular conservative commentators. The popular video service run by Google said Bongino tried to circumvent a one-week ban for spreading COVID-19 misinformation on one channel by posting on another channel, resulting in a permanent suspension. We terminated Dan Bongino's channels for circumventing our terms of service by posting a video while there was an active strike and suspension associated with the account. 
out. YouTube said in a statement to USA Today, when a channel receives a strike, it is against our terms of service to post content or use another channel to circumvent the suspension. Okay. I had the same exact thing happen to me, but not the permanent ban. And what happened, oh, the guy, the person just wrote back about the preempting of the show. Okay, thanks. <laughs> that was, you know what I mean? All right. You don't have to report to me every time we're preempted. There's literally nothing I can he do about it. He wants to talk to you. I guess. Um, oh, oh, and I had this one yesterday, too. I got an email from a guy yesterday. I promise you this happened. I'm not going to say his name either. It's a very serious issue that he wants me to know about. Um, I'm not going to call him out. I'm not. If you're listening right now, I'm not calling you because I'm not going to say your name and, and and make people you know focus on who you are. The guy says I've got a serious story about one of my children that I want to talk to you about, and I want to talk to you on the phone. Here's my phone number. Hmm. And he says, now I know that you probably don't do that, so I'm willing to go down to the store, buy you a burner phone, send it to you, and then have you call me from that. Okay. Now, Carrie, here's a guy or a gal. I, I think it was a guy. Um, and I still, I still have the email. I told this person, no, just email me back. This comes right to me. You could tell me in the email. Nobody else is reading this. Um, who literally feels this is a very important story that I should know about. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine if I said, yeah, I'll do that? And word got out. Uh, I'd be getting, I'd be getting be a couple getting hundred thousand burner phones every week. Yeah. And I'd have to call all these people yeah. who, who I love. Love, girl, love. Hey, he never calls me. He won't be calling you. That's for sure. That's right. I don't even call Carrie. I'm not calling anybody. That's true. Uh, I don't call my mother. My mother's like, why didn't you call your mother? You should call so, your mama. Yes. I probably should. You should. But, but, and I don't want to sound mean when I say no, but what, do you really want me to take your burner phone and the, surreptitiously hide somewhere, secretly call you, find the information, jot it down? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, I think. Well, yeah, I think they're probably pretty serious when they when they say that. I mean, I can understand so let me you cut, saying, "No, I'm not going to do that." But let me cut through the BS. If you want me to know something, email me. Go to JoePags.com. Go down to the bottom of the page. Click on Contact. Fill out the form. Send me an email. I'm the only person who reads my email currently. Although I am considering asking one of my children to do so. Because some of it gets a little bit out of hand, like this doofus who, who's my biggest fan that can't stop writing Which me because he listens idea, to everything. Actually. Well, I mean, I want to be there. It's I want to be interactive. I, I want to engage with the people. Um, and, and because you know, without them, we don't have the kind of success that we have. And I do appreciate that. And I, I say that every day. But um, just send me an email. We don't have to send me burner phones. You don't have to ask me to call you back. You don't have to be, you know, Bobby. Ba- There's also Bobby Badass who wants me, who dares me to have him as a guest on my show, who's you know, like a lumberjack somewhere. Love lumberjacks, by the way. He's a lumberjack somewhere in the, you know, Pacific Northwest. Have me on the show. I dare you to have me. Oh, you're a, you're a coward. It's also <sighs> stupid. Stop. Send me an email. We could do it that way. If it's something that I'm interested in going back and forth with you on, uh, I'll give you my answer. If not, maybe I'll read it on the air. But that's the best way to do it. I don't. I, I think that people misunderstand the access that I'm trying to give. And Carrie, would you agree that I give more access to, than a lot of a lot of show hosts would? Yeah, absolutely you do. Yep. And I want to do that and I want to keep doing I know, that. But, but, I, it beca- but it gets it, it gets it weird gets too much. after a bit. Yeah, it, it, I think it's too much. I need to back off a little bit on that. I want the guy to write me when they don't preempt me. I think that would be enjoyable to get that email <laughs> every day. Every other day, yeah. Now, I'll probably get an email from, from my, my biggest fan who's going to say, I can't believe you spent that much time talking about yourself and your email. 
Hmm. Well, they named the show after me. It's funny when I was on Newsmax today, Bob Sellers, who introed the the um, the segment, said, "And uh, we have Joe Pags, who's the host of oddly a show named the Joe Pags Show." What? I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah, that's what they named it. So it's okay for me to talk about me for a second. But this is less about me and more about how you get it done because I know that the issue that you're contacting me about is the most serious issue in your life. I get that. It's not the most serious issue in my life and it's not the most serious issue in the lives of others who are watching and listening. But I take you seriously, but no, I'm never going to have you send me a burner phone. I'm not going to call you directly so we can hash it out on the phone. I think giving you three hours a day, six days a week is pretty good. You can call in if you want. And then I always am re- reactionary to what's happening on most social media. I don't look at Facebook at all anymore. They squelch the reach. I don't even look at my page anymore. That's updated by other people. Um, but, but as far as Twitter and Getter, that is me. That's me who's interacting with you. And it's always there. I mean, that's probably enough, right? I mean, Carrie, you give people no access. That's not true. Uh, Zero. Because if they send me a message and I will, I will respond. Uh, same with email. I just don't have the volume that you do. There's a whole thread about you today on the Twitter. Did you see this? No. What? Asking about Chocolate Voice, asking no, about uh, is, is she single. About that. Can oh. they stop? Can they back off? <laughs> the matter with, well, let me ask you this. this true question. I think this is a valid question. Mm-hmm. That actually came up on Twitter today in public. Is she is Chocolate Voice single? Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Let me let me let me just go there. What do they think? Now the answer is no, but let's say the answer were yes, right? Mm-hmm. What do they think is going to happen? <laughs> um, Be- because I they, they asked. I know what you know I mean? know. What I know <laughs> but, um, no, I want you to I, think about this. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Really, really use your head here. Let's say you were. You're not. Don't anybody get the wrong idea at this point. I'm not, I'm not putting, you know, carry up on Craigslist here. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> no. let's say the answer were yes. Then what? Because the only person out of the four billion men on the planet that you would even be interested in would be the dork on Twitter <laughs> that asked the question if Chocolate Voices <laughs> is single. Who probably doesn't even know your real name. He just knows you as Chocolate Voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if I just find out she is. I'm I in. think it's just a joke. It's a joke. No, he was serious. Funny. I don't think so. I made him weep serious. with my answer. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I doubt that. But tell me if I get preempted on your station. Mm. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Is it righteous to, that, that, um, righteous that YouTube banned Bongino? I had the same week-long suspension that he got. When I posted Dr. Robert Malone, um, the inventor of mRNA technology, they took it down and banned me for a week or suspended me for a week. When I put up Dr. Dan Stock, they took it down and they, they suspended me for a week. I did not circumvent it, did not repost, it did not do anything like that. Um, instead, I waited the week and then only put up parodies there anymore. I don't even focus so, on YouTube anymore. Go ahead. So I'm asking you the question, do you think it was a righteous decision from YouTube? 1,000% not. Now, Dan broke the rules. He knew the rules and I know Dan. We're friends. I think he probably did it to get banned. And I haven't talked to him about it, but that's my guess. Because he gets banned, that's going to get even more attention to Rumble, which is the only place where you can go and get his videos now, which makes sense to me. Yeah, because I was just going to say, later on in that story that I wrote, he did announce he was leaving YouTube, and he was posting all of his videos on Rumble. Right. Which he's an investor of, so... I think he did that on... on, I don't don't know if he did it on purpose. I haven't talked to him about it, but I bet he probably did. Hmm. But if nothing else, it doesn't hurt him. It helps him. And 
no, YouTube's rules are not okay. And the reason why they're not okay, yes, he broke the rules, but the rules are BS. And here's why. They gave, they gave him this whole false information, medical misinformation garbage, the same way they gave that to me, and nothing that I had in any of my interviews was false information, nor misinformation, or medical disinformation. So YouTube doesn't get to decide what's truth and what's fiction, but they are here. So they banned him for no good reason. Yes, he circumvented the rules. Yes, he did something that's bannable, but the whole premise was false. Does that make sense? It does, yes. Because again, what I got suspended for was not misinformation, was mm-hmm. the truth. Yet okay. they got to decide that it wasn't and get rid of me, which doesn't make any sense. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Righteous ban or not righteous ban of Dan? Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show. All right, great to have you. Thanks. It'll be Ted Poe at the bottom of the hour. Make sure you stick around for that. Always great to talk to Judge Poe, Representative Poe, Ted Poe. It's funny, Carrie, I went back and looked at that uh, that fill-in for Glenn Beck back in the day, and Ted Poe was on there. No, okay. to be. I tried to find it to show him today, uh, but I couldn't find it in time. I will send it to him, though. We were both much younger, much more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Hmm, we, we, well, we've both been happens. through it now. We look a little bit different now. Most of us um, hey, you know what I mean. You, you know how that feels. So, uh, 8 at 8, mm. 9 for what? What? Because that, that didn't sound like a compliment, really. No, no, just, just talking with a friend. Well, you're talking on the air, on the radio, so everybody's Somebody hearing. just gave you a subscription to my chat room. Can you ever stop by and say hello to the people? Um, you know what? I need to. I have not been there in a while, actually. So maybe I will check in. Why don't you do that? Doing. Because you know what's going to happen. Oh, Carrie, we love you so much. How do you put up with it? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's fact, be. I'll do that right now. You know, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be that garbage uh, for sure. So that let me garbage. be clear on, look, I understand that, that these plat, these so-called platforms are really publishers. They have their, um, they have their terms of service, the TOS. The terms of service are easy to understand. The terms of service are you can't spread misinformation, disinformation, you know, ask for violence, try to gin people up. You can't be filled with hate. So fill in the blank. But when they are the arbiter, when they're the judge and jury for what is or what isn't misinformation, disinformation, or medical falsehoods, if they get to decide that, and if they're wrong, you have no recourse, then what? It just doesn't make any sense. And again, I think that Dan probably pushed their buttons on purpose, and I don't blame him. I get it. He's got a big enough following over on, I think at Rumble, he's got 2 million people following him or something now. And every video that he does has hundreds of thousands of views, so he's going to be fine. But YouTube is really stupid as well. Because YouTube was making a lot of money off of Dan and off of Dinesh D'Souza and could have made a lot of money off of me had they not done what they've been doing. And that really does suck. That really does suck. I think that they, they, they forgot what the mission was. The mission was to hold a platform where people with varying ideas and also fun videos, music videos, could all show up to the same place and enjoy one stop. They, they're getting rid of a lot of people, sort of like Neil Young did. Keep it here for Ted Poe. This is the Joe Pag Show.
thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have you along for the ride. Glad to have this young man back. He's uh, on at least once a month and more if I can get him to do it. It's uh, former Representative Ted Poe. Ted, how are you? Good to see you. Things are great, Joe. Thanks. Yeah, you know, you look great. I, I, we were just reminiscing a little bit. I think you and I first met like in 2007. I was filling in for Glenn Beck. I look like I'm about four years old. You look like you were 26. I'm not really sure what happened to us, Ted. But years later, we're still, we're still bringing the information to the people, and I appreciate you for it. I've got to get into some of these things. You are a judge, a retired judge, uh, at Judge Ted Poe over on Twitter if you want to follow him. And, and you have a unique understanding of the Constitution where I don't believe you ever legislated from the bench. So when it comes to these, these vaccine mandates and the fact that nobody was accepting exemptions, that was something that was so completely unconstitutional, it wasn't funny. The central government couldn't do it anyway because it's not in the Constitution. Therefore, the states have the right to go ahead and make these rules and these laws and these mandates if they wanted to, then they could be challenged. Well, the OSHA thing was stupid and unconstitutional. That was kicked out. Here's the problem I have, Ted. Kavanaugh, a guy that I believe you, I know I, was pushing for to get the seat. Um, this guy sided with John Roberts and the liberals on the court to, to, for five to four win for those who want vaccine mandates on healthcare workers, healthcare workers, because somehow Congress paid for Medicaid and Medicare, they somehow now are required to get a vaccine unless they've got an exemption that has to be accepted. Do you think that was the right ruling? Absolutely not. It's the, uh, legislation once again, by mandate. Some of us remember civics in the ninth grade that yeah. the laws were made by uh, the U.S. Congress. Well, that is a law. A mandate for health care workers is a law. And therefore, it's disguised as a, uh, disguised as a law. And it's a mandate. It's unconstitutional because Congress didn't pass that legislation. And uh, I don't understand why the Supreme Court ruled that the mandate has the effect of law and it's constitutional because I think they're wrong about it. Well, well, what they're saying is, and it doesn't. You're right. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But what they're saying is, because we fund Medicaid and Medicare, and because these facilities want Medicaid and Medicare reimbursement, we can force them to get vaccines. That's stupid, right? That is stupid. That's a stretch, because it still has not passed Congress that healthcare workers have to have the vaccine. That would take a law out of Congress, not some stretch and fiction. It's a made-up reason by the Supreme Court, which they have been known to do in the past. Like they said, Obamacare was a tax, right? for example. It's, so it's a fiction that the Supreme Court made up to justify uh, the edict coming out of the administration that, that health care workers have to wear or have to have the vaccine. I think it's illegal. Former Representative Ted Poe, District 2 Republican, great state of Texas. Follow him at Judge Ted Poe over on Twitter and elsewhere. You know, what's interesting about this is you just spelled it out. It, it actually could have been on uh, Sesame Street. Um, I'm just a bill. Why not make a bill that says we want you to get a vaccine and we want to mandate it and then get it done in the House, send it over to the Senate. They approve it as well. Send it to Biden. He signs it. Then we can challenge the constitutionality in court. They didn't do any of that. They bypassed it. They circumvented it. And like you said, great example. Obama ran and pushed Obamacare down our throats by calling it a fine, not a tax. John Roberts literally changed that fine to a tax, and he said, because of the Commerce Clause, we can, we can tax people when it comes to health care. He literally changed the law. Is that ever the role of the court? No, it absolutely is not the role of the court. The court has long since uh, passed its role as a decider of whether or not legislation or acts uh, by the administration are constitutional or not. They have now gone into, uh, since the 60s, uh, just making up more rules when they uh, rule with with or 
against who one of the proponents that they like or don't like. So they, they make up new law legislation that is the effect of law, but it really is not law because it didn't go through through Congress. Now, our Supreme Court is, is doing that, and they're still doing that. Even the conservatives on the bench are trying to figure out ways to support the, for example, the mandate, the vaccine mandate, not law, on all health care workers. So they just come up with a fiction that kind of makes sense if you can run the, the, the legal justification through it. And the Supreme Court says, and that's the reason we uphold it, because we uh, Congress funds Medicare and Medi uh, uh, Medicare and Medicaid. And so uh, I don't agree, of course, with the Supreme Court. Well, of course not. Yeah, I mean, them, them saying that somehow Congress gave authority for this is just a lie. They never literally gave authority for it. Ted, is there any recourse when a Supreme Court justice gets it as wrong as Sonia Sotomayor did, talking about kids dying, hundreds of thousands of kids dying from COVID, and that we don't care about it? Just making numbers up. She wasn't even close uh, to being correct scientifically, medically, or even j just uh, demographically as far as who's being affected by COVID. She was dead wrong. Is there a recourse when we know that a Supreme Court justice either is so ignorant that she didn't take the time to Google it, or she purposely is lying to try to get her side um, to get to, to get the ruling. Is there any recourse there? The only the only uh, recourse would be impeachment, which isn't going to happen. So uh, you know, a judge like Santamayor ought to recuse herself in any type of cases uh, regarding the specific subjects that she is obviously stating from. Uh, her ex her so-called expertise right she's wrong she's biased she can't be open-minded with the litigants she should recuse herself from any type of case like that she's not going to uh, of course she's not. not going to get impeached it is uh um former representative ted poe cool guy ted poe great man ted poe great sense of humor ted poe so <laughs> as we, we'll circle back to the supreme court a little bit later on Ted, let's talk about something near and dear to our hearts. You've been at the border forever, and, and as long as you were in the Congress, and even now that you're out of Congress, you still are there doing the work of supporting the, the Border Patrol, supporting those homeowners and residents along the border, trying to support our sovereignty as a nation. Yet for some reason, to a person, the Biden administration that doesn't believe in us having a border, doesn't believe in us having sovereignty, doesn't believe in sending people back when they break the law, they're all telling me that I should care about the sovereignty and the sanctity of the border of Ukraine. Ted, I'm, I'm confused. I don't understand. I, listen, I could probably pick Ukraine out on a map. I don't know how big it is geographically. I don't know how it affects my life and my family's life. Ted, why do I care about Ukraine so much? And do you think that this administration doesn't know how hypocritical they're being about borders? Well, I don't know if they know they're hypocritical or not, but here we are, uh, the war the war faction in Congress, both Republicans and Democrats, want another war, it seems, and here's a good place to divert the country's attention from all the incompetence of the administration, and let's go to war in the Ukraine to protect their sovereignty, as the administration says. Well, as you pointed out, what about American sovereignty? And now they want to put troops on the border to protect that sovereignty, what about troops on the American border to protect our sovereignty in the southern border of, of Texas with Mexico? Uh, it's, it's very hypocritical, and they, I don't think they get it. I don't think they understand how hypocritical they're being. Our border is a little more important to Americans than the Ukrainian border, certainly sending troops to protect that border. But I think it goes back to it's a diversion from what's going on in the United States. Uh, the United States unfortunately, continues to go to war in other places, and we don't see any 
national interest involved in going to war. Right. And why are we? What national interest do we have in protecting the sovereignty of Ukraine? Well, I can't well, think well, of well, any. well, I'm gonna help you out here, Ted. This is why I'm here, um, because uh, Biden's approval rating is 33. If you go to war, the economy gets better. Your approval rating goes goes up a little bit. You may be able to stay in office, and maybe you can you can continue doing ridiculous things. This is really about politics, is it not? There's no other reason on the planet why we're involved in in the Nord Stream pipeline with Russia and Ukraine, and whether Ukraine has minerals there and Crimea, this and that. I mean, there, the only reason has to be because Biden and Harris, their poll numbers are worse than we've seen in a very long time. That's right, and. It, it, looks like historically when uh, the country goes to war, the administration in power approval ratings go up. Yeah. And that's very unfortunate. But that's what has happened. You know, we just finished a war with Afghanistan. Finally, uh, there are Americans who uh, have are living in a time when we're, the country's not at war. And here we are going to try to start another one or get involved in somebody else's war with no national security. I think it's political. I think it would help the administration. And it certainly divert the attention of Americans to what's going on in the United States with the southern border. I mean, they have lost their mind if they believe that the Ukrainian border is more important to protect its sovereignty than to protect the southern border of the United States. But that's what they're preaching, and a lot of people are buying that idea, and I think it is crazy. Former Representative Ted Poe, District 2 Republican in the great state of Texas, former judge as well. Go and follow him at Judge Ted Poe on Twitter. And he's uh, been doing good work for the American people for a long time. When it comes to um, Nancy Pelosi running for re-election, any thoughts on that? I, I think what I want to ask you about Nancy Pelosi, she's 81 now. I'm not sure why she's running for re-election. Um, she seems to be a really, really mean person. And this is why I bring it up. You worked with her for a long time. Am I reading her right? Was she ever really nice? Was she ever somebody who would reach across the aisle and say, hey, Ted, how you doing today? Hopefully it's a nice day for you. She just seems like she's not that person. Well, she's uh, she puts on a good front. Okay. I will say that. And she does come across as very cordial. She really does. Uh, but Nancy Pelosi, you cannot underestimate her power. She is a very, very powerful person. You cross her, especially Democrats, they cross her, they're going to lose their committee uh, seats if they cross her. She told they told the line. She's very powerful. She raises a lot of money for congressional races, and she enjoys the power. And she, why would she want to resign? Why would she not want to run again? If she didn't run again, she'd have to go back and live in San Francisco. And why would she want to live in San Francisco, that the place that she represents, because of all the problems they got out there? But instead of being facetious, I think she likes the power. She has a lot of power. Uh, she was going. She's going to run again, and the people in San Francisco like her a lot and keep electing her. Well, I don't find. Uh, I don't think you were being facetious. San Francisco sucks. They're pooping in the streets. There are tent cities everywhere. It is a mess that you can go in and steal nine hundred fifty dollars worth of stuff, and nobody's going to stop you, arrest you, or prosecute you. The entire city is shambles, and it used to be a beautiful tourist spot. Why would they keep voting her in? Is it the elites? that are voting her in. Look, she's worth a quarter of a billion dollars, Ted, and she does trades on issues that she controls whether they go to the House floor. shes I think she's illegally trading on the stock market. Why does she get to remain? I don't get it. Well, because her constituents keep electing her. And why they uh, keep electing her, I would, I would think it's because she does wield a lot of power. She's the most powerful uh, person probably in Washington, D.C., so... Constituents like that, they're going to keep voting for, even though they have to live in San Francisco, which is not quite the pleasant place to live nowadays. 
It is uh, Ted Poe. We appreciate you taking the time, brother. Um, let me ask you about, before we head out, uh, Justice Breyer announced that he's resigning. He's retiring. And, and he probably he's the oldest one on the court, I think. Um, and, and he's a, you can count on him. He's a reliable liberal vote. So when Biden nominates somebody, you're going to get somebody who is like-minded. I get that. That doesn't really change the balance of the court. But here's the problem I have, and I wonder what your thoughts are on this. When Biden was on the campaign trail, he said that if he got to nominate any justices, he would look at black females first or something over females of color, something like that first. Ted, is that the way a blind judicial system should be nominating justices who are supposed to be unbiased and blinded to anything but the facts? Well, you would think that the qualifications for a, a Supreme Court justice would be a person who knows the law, the Constitution, and follows it. Uh, it wouldn't have to. You wouldn't think that it would be political, but it has now become political. It's all about appearances, and it's all about uh, uh, fulfilling Biden's campaign promise. And he he meant it when he said he was going to appoint uh, uh, Supreme Court justice a female of color, and I think he will. And that's who will be appointed. Uh, I hope that that person is qualified as well, but we don't know. In this day and age, Ted, if a president said, I'm looking for a white guy to put on there, I mean, how would that go over? Oh, it wouldn't go over too good. Why it's, is that Why is that okay? Because of the, the, culture we, the culture we live in, you know, would, would never allow that. People would be jumping out the windows in Washington, D.C. if anybody said that kind of thing. But it's okay to say uh, a person of color will be the appointee because that's the way that our country is going now. And... Uh, I hope qualifications mean something. I don't know if they do anymore or not, but uh, we will see. Last on that angle, some are saying you can kill two birds with one stone if Biden nominates Harris to go on the Supreme Court. He gets rid of somebody he's not getting along with as the vice president. I mean, her popularity is so low. I think that the American public would have a fit if she were the nominee. But could you see that happening where he would nominate his vice president? We can't put anything past uh, Joe Biden. He would he could. He would do that. Yet, If he thought that that would help him politically, he would make that political decision and put her on the Supreme Court. Dude, it's not. It, Ted, I think it's nuts. I would love for somebody, I would love to see Biden come out and say, I'm looking for a white guy, Christian, heterosexual. We're looking to put him on there. <laughs> You're right. The whole social media would literally explode on our computer screens, I think. Uh, Ted, I appreciate you. Your insight is always amazing. Thank you so much for your friendship and really, really fighting hard for America. Let's talk again soon, my man. All right. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate you, Ted. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Exactly right. Glad to have Ted Poe on. We try to have Ted on at least once a month, if not more than that. Appreciate him being here. Great information as always. An expert on the border, expert on foreign affairs as well. Was in Congress a long time, was a judge for a long time, and we love getting his insight. Uh, your thoughts on that? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Interesting move in South Carolina coming up. We'll tell you about that before we get out of here. Let me tell you in the meantime about Stamps.com. Stamps.com getting it done. If you're a small business owner. You're, you're sending stuff out. Shipping costs are, are a little bit out of control. Waiting in line at, the, at UPS or USPS, a little out of control. Why not get some help from Stamps.com? Saves you time, 
Saves you money, saves you stress. Stamps.com gives you the, gives you the access, he said, to all the post office and, U, and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. Any discounts that you're getting already can be beaten here by going to Stamps.com. 40% off on USPS, 76% off of UPS. And whether you're in office, sending out invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, full-blown warehouse, shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. Go check them out right now. Go to Stamps.com. Use my code because you listen to my program and save a bunch of money. Promo code is PAGS. There's a special offer waiting for you, including a four-week trial, free postage, your digital scale, no long-term commitments, your contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Enter code PAGS. Make that happen and make it happen right now. Uh, Carrie, you found this one. It's an interesting story out of South Carolina. What are they trying to do there? From the blaze, several South Carolina state representatives are backing a bill that would make it a misdemeanor for businesses and other entities to ask for the COVID-19 vaccination status of people seeking to enter a facility. And the bill sponsored by several Republican state lawmakers indicates that violators would be fined thousands of dollars or jailed or both. I mean, that's pretty strong. Uh, One wonders if that even has a close to a chance. I'm thinking probably not. In the climate we're in now, you think that has a chance? I don't. I really don't. It's a bold move. tough. Yeah. Yes. We will keep an eye on it for sure. 8894. Actually, I was going to give you the number again. People are calling in, but we're just about out of time. But we've got time for pop culture. Dirty pop. Hi, Polo. Make it happen, dude. All right. So, do you know who... Okay, this is going to sound funny, but do you know who Peter Robbins is? I mean, somebody other than the Peter Robbins from, like, Winnie the Pooh? Right. So, he's a voice actor... And he was actually the voice behind Charlie Brown. Okay. So unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, he'd that been sucks. struggling with uh, um, bipolar disorder, and he took his own life. Um, I hadn't I hadn't realized that that the person who did that voice was sixty five years old. Wow, I yeah. had no clue. He played playing a little boy all that time. But yeah. it's, it's sad to hear. But it's also very interesting that his name is Peter Robbins. Yeah. All right, there you go. That's Polo. That's Kerry. That's Sam. I'm Joe. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great night. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com. Send up the newsletter. Shoot me an email from there as well. We'll see you later. This is the Joe Pags Show.